Welcome back to Finding Water, our podcast with IT leaders who have successfully led digital transformations. I'm your host, Lisa Wolf. I'm the Global Director of AI Solutions Marketing at ServiceNow. And today it's an honor to welcome Damian Davis, Senior Leader of Service Operations for ServiceNow. And Damian has helped organizations with their digital transformations for years by delivering some of ServiceNow's most innovative solutions. And today, Damien's going to share his advice to help you land successful digital transformations. Welcome, Damien. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Well, Damien, before we discuss your digital transformation best practices and advice, I just want to take the discussion up a level because these past few years have been a series of what I call world-stopping events, the climate disasters, the tragic war going on in Ukraine, uh, and economic uncertainty. And with that backdrop, how has digital transformation helped ServiceNow's customers be ready for the unexpected, whatever comes next? Oh, you're right. I mean, you nailed it. World-stopping events, right? How long have we been talking about these? For three years? Climate change, the pandemic, the Ukraine war, the economic macro headwinds. I just don't think anybody was prepared for these events to occur one after the other. And, you know, like as a global community, I think we're all learning how we can all be better prepared, you know, regardless of what industry we're working. But Clearly, you know, in, in technology, if we can prevent and predict these issues, then, you know, we can make a difference. Take climate change, for example. You know, at ServiceNow, we're massively doubling down our efforts to create a sustainable world today and for our future generations, something that I'm personally very proud of as a ServiceNow employee. And, you know, to address the question on how digital transformation has helped organizations be ready, you know, for so many customers who were already on a digital transformation journey, you know, they'd started to automate and optimize some of their manual processes. Those organizations were able to quickly adapt because of their digital maturity. Now, sadly, some organizations were not as well prepared. Um, you know, I, I can think of an example of a, an iconic UK retailer founded way back in the 1700s and went into liquidation in 2020. And then you contrast that with the likes of, you know, digital giants like Amazon. They thrive during the pandemic. And that's just one example that underlies the importance of digital transformation. Yeah, so so let me start with one of the biggest changes that's taken place over these last few years for all businesses, really, which is um, where people work today. Can you talk about how your solutions have transformed both the employee and the IT experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love talking about employee experience because, you know, customer conversations I have, everybody is having different employee portals. And even at ServiceNow, you know, I've seen so much change in investment during the time that I've been an employee. You know, just seven years ago, we had something like eight different employee portals to log into, depending on what we needed. You know, we had IT, HR, facilities, legal, payroll, you know, and if I as an employee needed anything, it's up to me as an individual to figure out which portal I need to log on to to find the information. And it's like a game of scavenger hunt. You can imagine how long that takes and the tribal knowledge required just to find anything. But 
Fast forward to today, and now we have just one single portal literally for everything. You know, any ServiceNow employee has to go to one place. And, and I love that our branding team have put their stamp all over it and called it My ServiceNow. And what we can do, though, is we can get everything we need from a single place, from any device and working from any location. And the best thing of all is that it's the same solution in the product teams that we are using to help our customers get that in place to transform the experiences they deliver to their employees. Awesome. It's just amazing to hear that um, you went from eight portals to one portal. I'm sure your your employees are uh, are grateful for that. Um, and in any transformation, I think the most the most critical factor here, success factor is really getting that stakeholder buy-in. How do you advise organizations to get stakeholder buy-in, Damien? Well, you know, Every organization you speak to, every business function you speak to, they all believe they're unique, right? And of course, they all have a unique value. But what they need to understand to get stakeholder buy-in is, you know, from the employee experience lens, how difficult is it to have to interact with every business function individually? You know, how long does that take out of an employee's day and how is individual productivity impacted? So if you truly want to get stakeholder buy-in, you know, if you're leading this transformation, you need to get alignment by helping functional leaders see this from the employee perspective. Look at the value that it brings to them to deliver great employee experiences from one single place. So once once the leader of the organization has that buy-in, how do you advise them to approach the transformation itself at that point? Uh, good question. The best way I would advise them is to, first of all, prioritize establishing the foundation, you know, the core and, you know, ensure you have that foundation where you can deliver on the goal of ensuring that all of your employees can get whatever service they need at any time from one place. And then secondly, think about the design, think about the user interface, you know, design a portal that delivers a consumer grade experience because, you know, in today's age, this is what every everybody expects as an employee. Um, you know, in our personal lives, we have all of these consumer grade digital experiences, you know, applications like Uber, Apple Maps, Google Maps, they, they just work. So make sure that portal delivers a consumer grade experience, but not just on desktop, also on mobile, so that you can support support those employees, you know, wherever they are. And then if these unexpected world stopping events roll in, then everybody's much better prepared. And lastly, leverage AI, right? Implement virtual agents, chatbots, so that employees can self-solve their issues without needing to open a ticket or engage with a human agent. So speaking of AI, can you actually talk about um, ServiceNow's investment in the AI space? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been an intentional investment over a number of years. You know, we launched Predictive Intelligence and our virtual agent way back in 2018. Um, you know, for those familiar with the release cycle of ServiceNow, that's the Kingston and the London releases. And again, you know, if, if the listeners are not familiar with ServiceNow's virtual agent, this is our native AI chatbot native to the platform that ensures employees can get their requests answered without a human agent being involved. And in addition to the machine learning capabilities and virtual agent, we've had AI ops in place for years, helping all of the IT operations teams predict the issues before they impact users. So um, in addition to all that AI investment and those AI solutions, 
Um, and there's now today so much hype around Gen AI. What are you doing when it comes to Gen AI? Oh, Gen AI. What did OpenAI do when they released ChatGBT to the universe, right? Everybody's talking about Gen AI. Now, at ServiceNow, um, back at our knowledge conference earlier this year, we announced a huge strategic partnership with NVIDIA. And we're building on all the deep AI capabilities I just mentioned to put afterburners on these capabilities. It's just going to bring a whole new innovation to IT organizations who are already on their digital transformation journey. Ah, okay. So I think we've covered um, getting stakeholder buy-in. When you don't have that, a digital transformation is just not going to even get started. Um, and then the foundational approach, the steps that an organization takes to get their transformation not only underway, um, but through through to success. And I think that to keep transformations going in an organization, um, and obviously automation and opti optimization never ends, but to keep that momentum, it's, it really comes down to measuring success. So once an enterprise has undergone a transformation, how do you advise that organization to measure their success? Yeah, again, another great question. I think before you start measuring success, you need to define it, right? What does good look like? You know, how are you going to measure success? And a great primary measurement is self-service, right? Can their employees get all the things they need to get done on that one portal? And can they do it by themselves? You know, today at ServiceNow, again, one of the great things about having one platform, the one data model is we have all the data so we can measure success really easily. And we know that at ServiceNow, our employees are able to self-solve more than 70% of the issues themselves by going to that employee portal. You know, in today's hybrid environment with employees working all over the world from any location, this is more important than ever. And I think another measurement engagement that you need to really think about is identifying how many active users are there? How often are they using the services? And then establishing like a satisfaction score so that they can leverage feedback and incorporate that feedback into their ongoing tuning of the portal. And guess what? You know, in the platform, we've got success dashboards. We've got benchmarks built right into the platform that can help track and measure those success metrics. So I want to move to IT transformation. How do organizations establish an IT transformation strategy that supports their ability to navigate these unexpected global events we've been talking about and also to be ready for whatever comes next? Uh, sure. Well, look, to start with, it's not uncommon for the IT leaders we work with today to have a goal of delivering, you know, uninterrupted digital services for all of their employees and their customers. Now, we actually have a name for this strategy at ServiceNow, and we call it our three zero strategy. And what does that mean? It means zero physical footprint. Clearly, this is related to the goal of fully running your IT workflows in the cloud. So you get flexibility and scalability that comes from the cloud. Secondly, zero outages, you know, zero service disruptions. The goal there is to drive 100% availability using technology like AI and machine learning to predict and prevent the issues before the customers or the employees are impacted. And the third goal is to drive incidents to zero, you know, delivering great end user experiences with all the self-service and mobility that many of our clients, you know, they share these same goals. Move your workloads to the cloud, get your outages and your incidents to zero. Well, how does digital transformation help enterprises achieve that strategy? Well, 
a lot of enterprises have been on their IT transformation journey for many years. You know, when it comes to getting their incidents and outages to zero, lots of them have already started that journey and they've applied AI and automation across IT. And many of them, even if they're not at zero yet, they've seen a significant reduction in P1 incidents, those high priority incidents. And that's improved employee productivity by thousands and thousands of hours. Can you give a, a real life example of how AI automation, having a single data model, um, has helped ServiceNow reduce your incidents and outages? Yeah, we could think of many, but I think a good example is um, a data center move that we were doing a few years back. Um, you know, I've been working at ServiceNow for a, a few years. And I remember one example where we were moving one of our data centers to a different you know, service setup over a weekend. And during the move to the cloud, there, there was a VPN server and it was shut down before it should have been. And that particular VPN server supported over 3,600 employees. But because we had the predictive AI ops in place, uh, the IT operations team were able to see an alert in pretty much real time and they can identify there's a problem related to the VPN service. And that means the team was able to get it back up and running before anyone really noticed or started shouting and screaming about it. And I mentioned Virtual Agent, um, our chatbot. Now that automated service empowers our employees to address all of the common IT issues, those high frequency, low priority issues that don't require a human agent ever being involved. You think about like common issues like password reset. That's something that can be addressed by virtual agent. It doesn't need to have a human. Um, and then having service and operations on that same platform, you know, one platform, one data model, it just gives us speed and agility. And all the stuff we talked about earlier, those world stopping events, you know, having the speed and agility is the key to navigating day to day IT issues and all of these unexpected global events. Thank you, Damien, so much for sharing your digital transformation best practices and insights with our listeners. Um, at this point in the podcast, I always ask our guests for what book they would recommend. It doesn't have to have anything to do with digital transformations. So what would would you you recommend here, Damien? <laughs> well, um, I've actually got a fairly extensive book collection of books that I haven't read yet because I get so many recommendations. But one I did recently finish was a really cool book called The Fear Bubble by Ant Middleton. Now, if any of your listeners don't know him, he's an ex-Special Forces soldier and he's a bit of a TV celebrity. Um, he's got a number of books, but The Fear Bubble is my favourite. And it documents when he ascended Mount Everest back in 2018. And the reason I really like it is that it teaches the readers how to overcome fear and embrace challenges. And I used the practical advice that he has in this book on building mental resilience and pushing boundaries. Um, and it really helped me when I took on the Three Peaks Challenge for charity last year. Sounds like a truly inspiring book. I would love to hear more about the Three Peaks Challenge. Um, what did that entail? What did and and did you actually complete it? 
yes and no is the honest answer. Now, you know, we, we don't have um, endless amount of time for your podcast. So the short answer is if people Google Damien Davis Three Peaks Challenge, you might end up with some funny stories to read um, in your spare time. But yeah, in 2011, I did not successfully complete it. And I actually made the news. Um, but last year, I did successfully complete the challenge and managed to raise a ton of cash for a mental health charity in memory of my brother, Kieran. Uh, congratulations on that lifetime achievement, Damien. And there's nothing I could imagine that would be more valuable than to have done this in honor of your brother and also in honor of mental health. Uh, thank you so much um, again. Uh, and we will have you back very soon. Thank you so much, Lisa. Really enjoyed speaking with you. And next time we should talk more about the Foo Fighters. Oh, I, yes. I would love to talk about the Foo Fighters. We'll we'll start our podcast with uh, times like these. So thank you all for joining today's episode of Finding Water. Please join us on our next episode, D- Digging Deeper into Transforming IT. And so long for now. 